Welcome everyone to another episode of Vest and Friends, a, a return to form for myself and my lovely co-host. Aw, shucks. Aw, yeah, I know. Glenn, say hi to the audience. Hello to the audience. Wow, welcome to nice. Vest and Friends. That was, that was a, an, welcome to Vest and Friends, an actual play D&D 5e podcast where Dean is learning to play Dungeons and Dragons for the first time. And every time he fucks up a rule, he has to take a shot. Dean, how no. do you feel about this? No, no shots, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, more on that to come, though. Yeah, yeah, we got we got some cool stuff uh, coming down the pike, but uh, let's let's catch up because it's been about like Jesus three three months maybe since it's, maybe it's two been months. three months since I've talked to you according to this podcast app. Yeah, so, if that's if that's the way we did things, that that would be it. It would be three months since since we've last spoken. Five months. So how you been? F- wow. Okay. Um. I have been I've been good. Uh, I'm you know a little tired. Been working working a whole lot more, but now my schedule has calmed down a bit. Like I, I actually have time to do podcasts with with my bestest friend in the world. So you know, I, yeah, it's it's gonna be a good time. Um, yeah. Uh, so I I guess we could talk about like what we've been playing and stuff and what's been going on because like there's a lot of that to catch up on. There's many things that have happened. I mean, we we've had uh, we've had great games come out we've had games that we've beaten we've had uh, icons pass away there's there's sadly you know there's all sorts of stuff going on so um glenn why don't, why don't we talk oh there's also companies being sued too by an almost identical company so yeah there, there's Ooh, plenty of shit yeah. going on i like that one. um yeah that that's that'll be interesting in a little bit but first uh glenn you you had some things you wanted to talk about right all right some, rapid some fire things in your life rapid fire i played nino kuni mm-hmm. 2 nino tuni all right Good okay. ass JRPG. Play okay. Nino Kuni too. I mean, I'm looking forward to it, man. I can't wait till I can get my hands on that game. There's there's some shit in like the first three minutes of that game that you will not expect, and it uh. Now you you don't have to play the original to get into this, right? No, not at all. In fact, the uh the original story is basically summarized in like a ten thousand years ago this happened. Uh, oh, legend wow. in world. So you you can just skip right over the first one. And it, it's a new like battle system, right? Yeah, it's closer to the Tales of series where you kind of go okay. into a, a separate little arena and mash on that X button. I love mashing on X buttons, so I'm, a, I'm feeling that. It's a good game. You play as the patron saint of uh, Dainty Teacups, the cutest, most adorable King Evan. And uh, you hang out with a bunch of little, little higgledy-piggles. Is that actually what they're called? Yes. I love Nino Kuni too. Yeah, my brain just like malfunctioned at the that name. But yeah, no, it sounds like an awesome game. I'm really excited to play it. So uh yeah, I'm 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 totally down to uh check that out. So what else you got, Glenn? Uh Danganronpa V three, the uh third game and fourth entry into the Danganronpa universe. Okay. Uh it's a it's a visual novel where a bear traps you in a school and tells you that the only way to get out is to kill all the other people in the school and then do it secretly and survive a class trial and get out. So it's like if Teddy from Persona 4 went on a murderous rampage. Well, not not Teddy on the murderous rampage. He wants you to murder. So he's tricking everyone into murdering each other. Oh, he's very obvious about it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no it's, buts about it all it's, right it's a good visual uh, novel you it's, dig that game it's good for making you depressed so uh, oh, great. i i love i love good media that can make me feel a thing mm-hmm. um really good at making you feel for the characters and really good at messing with your expectations all so, right i'm hi- I mean, highly highly like recommend and that's more like a graphic novel type deal right yes exactly and it's very okay. anime all right um what else you got uh i feel like i had something and now i lost it you did do you want me to remind you yes it's got to do with robots i beat horizon zero dawn you did uh so so we're we're gonna take a little longer with this because i've been waiting for glenn with bated breath to beat this game and i you tell me tell me all right first of all spoilers there's going to be spoilers for this game it's right. been out a year if you haven't played it and you decide you want to skip this part right after glenn says is it good or is it bad glenn it's good 
Okay, I, I so really here come the spoilers. It. Skip ahead. Check the show notes for what time we come back in. Go ahead, Glenn. Holy shit. That that twist where... Right? <laughs> Man, so I... I... <sighs> Horizon Zero Dawn is a game about you playing as a tribally, like, bow and arrow level of industry human in a world populated by big-ass robot machine animal things. Uh, and the places that story goes and the, the, the toying with your expectations that they do... Oh, it was, fucking goes oh, places. It oh, was, it was something. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. So the gameplay is really good. You, 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 the, the bow feels great in that game. And uh, the way the shooting works is basically you have to shoot off parts and uh, hit weak spots of enemies. Right. A little uh, dead spacey, actually, it reminded me of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's less like severing limbs, but definitely like that part of, you know, exposing weaknesses uh, in the, the armor by like shredding right. off parts. Yeah. And then hit that fuel sack with fire to explode it. So a, lo- oh, a lot of good, so satisfying. A lot of good proper planning and uh, you know all that good shit that you love in a mm-hmm. video game. You get to plan right. your fight. You get to take down a big ass monster or machine. Uh, but where the where the story went? Um, you're a you you play as an orphan girl named Aloy, um, who was exiled from her tribe for reasons unknown. Uh, who was released from this uh big metal door that all the uh, tribe people call, I think it's the Mother Mountain, or something along those lines. Something, something sufficiently spiritual. Very, and, very tribally, yeah. Right. Uh, so you're, you're playing this whole game just trying to like survive in the world, basically, and figure out what's going on. You figure out how to take machines over because you're cool and you're the protagonist like that. Uh, you eventually get to a point where you discover, and here's the big spoiler, where you discover that the world was destroyed by robots from the hubris of man because somebody was like, what if we made cool ass automated robots that just did war for us? And then we could sell the cool war robots to everyone. And they're like, okay, great. We'll make all the money. Capitalism is evil. And then they were like, what if we let these robots just eat everything on the planet in order to make more robots? I don't see a problem with this. Let's do it. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot wrong with that. <laughs> they hit you. They hit you with this, and I, I feel like the pacing on this was pretty good. Um, oh yeah, you're... because as you're like finding it, really, you're finding a lot of the clues walking up to the big reveal. Like you're finding, all right, like these these robots ate some dolphins. That's probably bad PR. Wait, it's getting worse. Wait, it's getting way worse. Wait, it's and then like there's just a big cutscene that lets it all out. You and you eventually get to this point on the top of this corporate tower ruins where they say, "Okay, okay, we're fucked. The machines are eating everything. What are we gonna do?" And this super smart scientist lady is like, "I have an idea, Project Zero Dawn." And then you know nothing about that. So, so you're like, "Oh fuck! Oh, I got, I gotta." I gotta figure it out. Uh, so, so you... Isn't that where the game is like? It just picks up, and it's all of a sudden like I need to play all the story. I need to. I need to know what happens now. That was the point where I stopped doing all the bullshit side content, and I, yep. I just gunned it to the end of the game, which was unfortunate for a reason I'll describe later. But uh, the the story takes you a couple places after that. Um, basically, just more diving into these ruins of a hyper advanced civilization, and you're hearing these stories of all these soldiers that were fighting in this war against the machines, and you're slowly piecing together the fact that this is all hopeless, uh, that there's no way they could stop the machines. They're just biding time for this mission. Uh, everyone's being told that Zero Dawn is like going to save the world. But eventually, after a good bit of story, you find out that that's bullshit. You find out that Zero Dawn is the the code word for the day when all the machines like wipe out the last piece of biological material. And you find out that zero dawn is the name of their project where they are restarting terraforming the earth with a high, highly advanced AI to Mm -hmm. 
like reclone the humans on a world that is recreated to be inhabitable, which is nuts. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the, this shit went places, especially when like you're stuck in not stuck in the bunker, but you're in the bunker where like the scientists developed uh, Zero Dawn, and like you're you're hearing them talk about all these things. It's like my god, this is this is just insane. Right, and, and it's it's something I never considered would actually happen because you're seeing these robots, and it's like it's weird that this robot looks like a deer. And it's just kind of munching on the grass. What the hell's the point of that? Who made a grass munching deer robot? <laughs> like, you don't really know until you get to this part where they're like, oh, well, we needed the deer to chew up the rocks and help cultivate bacteria. They don't say it, but they do say that, like, the AI was influenced by uh, existing animals. And it's, it's, it's pretty cool. So you get to hear about all of these... Uh, different like modules that are being attached to this ai like one to clone all the humans one to re-terraform the earth one to teach all the humans like here's all of our fucking science and technology so that you also don't screw up the world um and you eventually find out that one of those modules is named hades and you're like oh shit that's the name of the fucking evil voice in my head that i've been fighting this whole time mm-hmm. so <laughs> So they had to create an AI to be able to wipe out the world again if the terraforming wasn't going well. Because they like they didn't know how to terraform. That wasn't a, a type yeah, so, of science so that they've developed. Basically, long story short, the, the, the way that the 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 robot worked was that yeah, we think she'll get it right, but we don't know. So, you know, if she gets it wrong we need something to step in to just scorch earth everything and start from scratch and do it over again because that's how robots learn. So, yeah, that's that's what Hades is there for. And for for some reason, uh I believe the character's name was Tate. They invited this like oh, like coked up weapons yeah. expert. <laughs> He's like a coked up hacker kid from an 80s movie that only listens to like original black metal on vinyl. In a, in a hyper-digitized world. And, like, he's surrounded by, like, vegan scientists fighting for a better future. And he's like, I just want to program something. Shit. <laughs> yeah, wasn't his, like, big fucking, like, request that he just get, like, a bunch of porno or something ridiculous? Yeah, he kept asking yeah. to uh, to archive porn for the future so that the future humans could learn how depraved he was. Oh, and, like, gore stuff yeah, yeah. He, was, he was a weird dude he was from 4chan it's fine <laughs> <laughs> so God, very very interesting just a just a different type of setting that i i certainly haven't run into before so so you loved this game right so what was, yeah what were some of your favorite parts because i just gushed and i need to catch my breath um oh boy the the first time running into some of the larger monsters is just breathtaking because the sheer scale of them is insane. Like compared to you, there's like a twenty five foot tall uh, T Rex monster called the Thunderjaw that kind of just walks around and trolls the plains. There's this crazy ass mole monster that is fucking huge and can fly over you. There's like alligator robots and stuff that are nuts. Um, it really, but, uh, it really gives I, you a sense of size and like how minuscule oh, yeah. you are. Yeah, my my favorite moment probably happened at the end though. Um, it was the the reveal at the end when you find out like, uh, I, all right, I guess like the end end of the game, and then when you find out what happened to um, oh, what is the scientist's name? The lady scientist. Uh, Sobek. So back, yeah. When when you find out like what she did and stuff, like as a last measure, like you, j so this this the scientist that um Elizabeth Sobeck that ends up saving the world like went uh beyond the call of duty and like sacrificed herself to try and again save everyone. She she is a hero through and through to like the nth degree. And, there's a there's um, a really good moment where you're watching this hologram of all these lead scientists and they're like, mm -hmm. oh shit, the hatch didn't close all the way. Who has to go out there and sacrifice themselves and not live this like 30 years trapped in this bunker and just just 
saves us and the project. And they're all arguing and bickering. And then you find out that Elizabeth Sobek is just out there already. And she's like, that's oh, done. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a real good and, example uh, of like, boy, you guys suck. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I mean, the, the, the last thing she says, which is like, I'm going to go see if I could find my, uh, my old house. And I was like, immediately after she said that, I was like, I, I need to find this place. If this exists in the game, I need to find this place. And yeah, it you uh the the last part of the game, I think like one of the final uh scenes that you see is Aloy finding Elizabeth like sitting on a bench. She's dead obviously, long dead, but like just her her corpse. And I was just like, wow, that is that is something. That is something powerful. Like the whole game is just uh, as soon as you get the story, it's just it just hits so well. Really, really good characters to 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 kind of rope you in and give you that emotion, like play with your emotions like that. Oh yeah, uh, really good to to like be on that journey with Aloy and have her find her effective mother in Sobek it was just it was really powerful. It was really good. Oh yeah, I mean, because Aloy's whole thing was like she was trying to find meaning in life because you know she she was adopted, but she didn't know where she came from before that. And it turns out, like you know, long story short, she's a clone of Sobek, but you know she doesn't know what a clone is. No one knows what a clone is. That just sounds like witchcraft. So, like her beginning to learn about all this technology and how she came into being, and like this this figure who she's trying to live up to because I mean. Uh, Elizabeth Sobek is larger than life. She's like a complete yeah. genius, saved the world once, and then when it fell apart again, she saved it all over again. So, yeah. <laughs> just a, it's such a good game. Such a good game with like great story points and stuff. I can't stress enough for people to play this game. Like uh even Vinny Caravelle was talking about it and it was it was something <laughs> else. Uh how yeah, did you how did you feel about the last few battles, set pieces, whatever you're going to call them? The, the last, like, assault on the spire? They were fun. Uh, they were easy, though. Like, I didn't really? find them difficult. Like, uh, the very, very last battle, maybe I found somewhat challenging when okay. you're fighting, like, Deathbringer Hades. But right. besides that, it was all kind of like, eh, yeah, this is, this is cool. Like, I enjoyed it because they gave you this... um. Uh, time in between to like prepare and everything so you're walking around you're just like damn because the they're the salt is happening on the biggest city that you can find in the game meridian and um you're you're just walking around seeing this seeing the sheer breadth of this place and um you're like how how can anything take this down and then you start this battle and you start seeing all these like fucking crazy robot animals coming at you and you start beginning to realize how maybe that you know this huge city can get taken down but yeah the, the story takes so many twists and turns um the side quests are amazing all the characters have these great stories and i mean the uh even going down to the graphics with the like emotion that uh you could see in the characters sometimes oh yeah some of the best facial recognition that i've ever seen in a game before Definitely. absolutely Really, really good facial recognition, really good voice acting to tie it all together. It was, oh, yeah. It was incredible yeah. in that aspect. Yeah, it, it was so freaking good. Ah, oh, man. Um, this the is only your, thing that I, this I, is that your game I guess of the year, was right? kind of a cop-out was the, uh, the ending, which I heard about beforehand that it was kind of a cop-out, but I needed to see it for myself and why. And, like, yeah, they, they could have just buttoned up this, this story and that would have been the end of it. And instead they were kind of like, ah, there's got to be another one, guys. <laughs> of course. I mean, it is a video game. Oh, absolutely. You know, where, where there's a good story, there's money to be made. And where there's money to be made, you know, you got to make more than one. Right. Uh, so I have, a, I have a question that hopefully you can answer. So once uh, the, the mystery of the apocalypse was revealed to me, I kind of just mainlined the game, more or less. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so in that last fight against the, the Hades Dreadnought, I only had two or three people helping me out. Was that because I didn't do side quests? Because it was hard. It was really hard. Um, uh, I think I died like I five or six times, and it was really the only time that I had to repeat something over and over in that game. I, I don't think so. Like, I mean, Cause you the, get... 
you you're you're supposed to get uh your your friends from like when you're a little younger and stuff uh you get the uh the guard of the Nora like the guard captain and her kid uh and I think just a few other people like I don't think you really get anyone else see I think I only had her kid I think oh, I might really? have messed up a side quest okay I I That's did pretty do the cool. side quest for yeah like it it was pretty neat um I I didn't think it would make it harder though, like because I mean that 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 thing was focusing on me almost the entire time. It was, it, it, it was not easy. Like I th- I think I died like twice, and then I I got it on the third try. I might just be bad. It was a lot to take in, like because yeah. what, what was it, the sawtooth uh, oh, start coming? Everything and they, was coming. Yeah, they really start fucking you up hard. And I don't think I ever learned how to fight the dreadnought, which is. Like a, the the last boss, you fight weaker versions of it earlier on in the game. I think I always just kind of like threw enough arrows at them that they stopped moving. I don't think I ever figured out the strategy. Oh, like the uh, the smaller the... versions of the Deathbringers. Yeah, there's there's like weak points you can hit and stuff, but I yeah, I, the, I don't the know. idea is that you're supposed to watch for their um their heat gauge, and you could bring that up by shooting fire arrows and stuff, and fire weapons at them. And once it hits max, they go to cool off. You're supposed to blow up all the uh, temperature, like, heating rods around them when they come up. And that, that makes it overheat and blow up. Oh, that might have made it easier. Yeah. <laughs> if I, if I you know, just played the game as intended. Yeah, uh, so... Oh, go ahead. Well, okay. I do have to say that there were some bad parts of this game. One, kind of its fault. One, not really its fault. Uh, the one that's not its fault is that I can definitely see it having a lot of trouble being released so close to Breath of the Wild because there were a lot of times where I was like, just let me up this ledge. Come on. Oh, yeah. You, <laughs> you want to climb everything and you can't. Uh, right. Yeah, that, that, that was a big comparison, especially because they were two huge open world games. If I played them closer together, I probably wouldn't have liked Horizon as much. Um, but I had enough of a break in between. Uh, the the other thing that I didn't really like was some of the stuff when you were learning about, and this is a common complaint, some of the stuff when you were getting the backstory on the AI and all the different modules, it just went on too long, too much talky holograms. I probably would have enjoyed it, it, it better. It was a lot of could... like walking around stuff because I, I remember that part, like you're in the, the brain of this thing or whatever, and right. it's like, all right, all right, I get it. And the thing is, you, you keep going after them because you don't want to miss anything. Right. So you're, you're just still, you know, watching them and looking for them and uh, reading them. But it's all just filler because they don't come up unless, you know, they're going to be bigger points in the second one. But they essentially don't make any difference to, you know, the end of the story. Right. I guess I just kind of wish I could have read it because at a certain point I was like, all right, I don't need to hear this voice. Like, let me read it and get it, it over with faster. But I didn't see that as an option to like read a transcript to go no, along I got, I with the hologram. Yeah. But yeah. relatively minor in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I was I was listening to the giant beast cast and they brought it up was the um the inventory. Really? As an issue? Yeah, you're always running out of room, and ah. there are a lot of like actual resources to pick up and. Like, when I thought about it, I was like, actually, I did have that problem. Like, I had that a lot where I was constantly getting rid of things to pick up new things because right. they were things I needed at the moment. So I was constantly having to, like, switch around what meant more for storage to me. Uh, supposedly, they fixed some of this stuff in uh, Frozen Wilds, but okay. I've yet to play that, so I Thanks. don't know. Yeah, I didn't really have that issue personally, but I can I can see that being an annoyance. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what else you got, Glenn? Oh boy. Uh, I'm trying to look at like my stack. <laughs> Played a fuckload of Monster Hunter World. Have we talked about that on the podcast? I don't think we have. I I don't think we have either, to be honest. Monster Hunter World. Holy crap. Uh, I've been a, a long time Monster Hunter fan since Try. So not that long, but relatively long and and when world came out i think i've put 200 ish hours in it now wow. <laughs> just 
played the fuck out of it. And I'm not even good by uh, no lifer standards of people. Other people who put 200 hours in that game are probably way better. Because uh, the, the hardest monster type, the tempered monsters, I cannot. I can't fight them. I can't deal with it. But are you having but, fun? Uh, Ah, so much fun. Monster Hunter World is definitely the most fun the, the weapons have felt in any Monster Hunter game so far, in my opinion. They they did fix a lot of the like more um niche things in the game. Like they fixed the parts that they needed to make it a a game that would cater to more gamers, because that was their problem was that they had this fan base that was rabid for it, but it was smaller. And they and Capcom was like, "Well, we want to, you know, make this bigger and better. So what do we do?" So for, I mean, for one, they put it on a system that had a larger install base. Um, two, they, better they fixed a lot of the UI issues, and and then yeah. three, they, they the oh man, it just it looks so good. Yeah, <laughs> it is beautiful. Yeah, uh, but. But it's still such a game that's like, I mean, they, they, the community of existing fans prior to World put together a website of like a veteran and a newbie matchmaking service to help guide people through the game. Because even the simplified version, there's it's too many tough. systems, there's, there's so much crazy bullshit you have to wade through. No, but you're right. That that combat system is just so good if you're into that kind of weighty animation heavy uh dodge heavy stuff (laughs) yeah that 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 is a real great game for multiplayer like i i think you know big people who want to do like co-op and stuff that's uh that's definitely right up their alley such a cool game love monster hunter world um how about you what else you got what, what about else me? You got. Oh man, I got a lot recently, like a lot. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to go on my Amazon account because there's there's a lot of things like I picked up, even recently. I guess I could talk about some of the things I got recently. Uh, while I'm looking this up, so I got DK uh, Tropical Freeze for the Switch. It's great. It funk uh, funky mode's cool. It makes it less hard. So if you wanted to replay the game and maybe do like all the collectibles and stuff funky mode makes it way easier and it's easy to switch in and out of like if you want to do funky mode it's donkey kong you could do that if you want to turn off funky mode you could do that like there's a lot of really neat things about that game it runs great uh it loads way faster which is a big fucking deal because that game loaded slow as shit on the wii u um it's it's awesome how much like assist mode stuff nintendo is putting in their stuff the, uh, the, yeah. the super easy mode in Odyssey was a great option as well. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, I beat Celeste when it came out. That oh. game's hard as fuck. I need to play that game. You should. It's really awesome. It has like a cool little story to it. Um, I had a lot of fun playing that. Like a lot, a lot of fun. Um, That's like right up my alley. Yeah. No, it's, it's great, man. It's, it's a cool game. Oh, uh, God. What else? Oh, I started playing uh, Dark Souls Remastered. Ooh, do tell. As a huge um, Dark Souls 1 fan, I'm very interested. You like, uh, you like Dark Souls? I do, especially you, the first one. You like 60 frames a second? Hell yeah. You like, uh, you like brighter, uh, brighter uh, graphics? No. No. Okay, no. <laughs> you won't like this. Well, all right. So uh, the big thing for me was I played this game... And the first time I played it was on the Xbox 360, and like it, I liked it, but it just wasn't clicking with me. I was like, I was a teenager. I just I didn't have the patience for what was happening in the game, but I liked the game. Uh, then when I went back to it when I was a little older and had more patience, uh, I got the Blight Town, which is notorious in the original Dark Souls game for having the worst frame rate slowdowns uh, known to man. Uh, and not to mention having very muddy textures, like the yeah. muddiest that you've probably ever seen in your life. Like real it's, mud might look better. It's awful. Yeah. Um. So what uh, what I did was when before this game came out, there were people talking about. I believe I was listening to the Giant Beast Cast because it's like one of my favorite podcasts, besides this one, of course. Um, where they said there was a Digital Foundry comparison of the original game 
the PS4 game and the Xbox game running on their pro systems, the ones, uh, the X system and the regular ones and running on a PC as well. So okay. uh, I saw the comparisons. I saw Blight Town. I saw everything. And I was like, I'm sold. This is this is going to be the time I beat Dark Souls. Um, so I've been playing it. It runs great. It runs fucking great like a dream man they they upgraded uh all the graphics and stuff the cutscenes look awesome um i don't really think they changed anything or as far as i can tell they didn't change anything okay uh though i can tell you that i have prepared myself for all the bosses so far because i got to a point in the game where like um the the silent demon demon i didn't even die which i obviously like it's super easy all you have to do is yeah. just pay attention the uh the taurus demon i died once because i was he always able to jump up on the uh like the towers he sure was okay all right um so yeah the first time i died because he jumped up on there and i wasn't ready for that terrifying the second time i got him yeah that that was fucking something scary as shit because he he's like 20 feet tall yeah um the Capra Demon, I took. He was a fucking joke. Like I was so strong at that point, he just really? was not able to to hang with me. Yeah, because um, y- oh, uh, the Bell still- Gargoyles. Did- wait, wait, wait. Did the Capra Demon still have his dogs? Still have his what? Two dogs. He did. I took them out wow. like, immediately. Yeah. Wow, that's a that's a stopping point for a lot of people. Um. Well, the thing is, like, I I went and did the uh the the gargoyles first. Right. Um. Like I, I didn't even sniff the um the Capra demon, so I beat the gargoyles. Um. And at that point, like I found the blacksmith too. So my uh scimitar that I was using was maxed out already. Like as far oh, as shit. I could get it without um getting the large ember. Right. So I was like stupid strong going into that. Um. So now I am in Blight Town. Uh. I've had a few setbacks because blight town's really difficult regardless of like having a smooth frame rate or whatever it's just a very punishing area but i think i'm gonna make it out of there pretty soon like i made it to the bottom level and i'm like all right like i I could totally do this um it's it runs great like if if you've never played the original dark souls and you like stuff like bloodborne this is definitely um a interesting thing to to do or to play uh, because it, it's it's a lot like Bloodborne, except like it's the predecessor. So some of the mechanics that were maybe refined in Bloodborne are a little bit not there yet. But right. a, a a lot of the core gameplay is there, and it's a different story, um, which is cool. And if you want to like play through the series, I this is obviously the one to get to started off. Um, so yeah, it's it's totally a buy, and I I got it for like I think it was forty bucks. I I got it from not Amazon, bad. so I paid. I paid thirty bucks, but yeah, it was it's great. Uh, I bought Runner Three. I haven't played it yet, uh, and I also bought Hyrule Warriors. And that game is it's if you ever wanted a like I I love Zelda. Just just I want all all the cool collectibles to look at in Zelda, and I want all the cool Easter eggs and stuff. That's that's the game. That's the game because there's there's a lot to do in that game. There's a lot to unlock. Like it's really neat. I don't know about playing it by yourself. I mean, you could definitely play it by yourself, obviously. Like, it's a single-player game with co-op. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like it's easy to get bored of that game uh, after a while. But it, it, the other thing is, if you're not into Dynasty Warrior games at all, it also might not be up your alley. It's it's very just like mash X till the cows come home type thing. You right. Know? But uh, it, it runs great. It It's it's cool. Um, It has all the... Um, extra content that came out with the DS, the 3DS game. Okay. So yeah, I mean, if if you want to take a look at it, it's really cool. Definitely for someone who was interested in it, maybe didn't pick it up for the Wii U or the 3DS. Um, because you get a lot for for not too much money, which is uh cool. Um, huh. trying to think if I missed anything here. I've been playing a lot of Dota. Oh um, no. Well, not like a lot, but like a fair amount. Um. What happened to you? I don't know. Uh, I'm in a dark <laughs> place right now. But uh yeah, it's actually been pretty fun. Like um I'm I'm playing with, you know, a few of my friends and uh we have a good time. 
Uh, oddly enough, we don't lose as much as I thought we'd be losing. So, huh. like, I guess that's a good sign, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. That's why you're still playing Dota. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it hasn't um, crushed you into the ground yet. No, it hasn't crushed me into the ground. I, I think I've also become a better player. Like, I'm more mindful of stuff, too. Um, yeah, all in all, it's, it's been a good time. Like, I play, you know, if I get home and I don't have anything to do, I play that. It's It's been a lot more rewarding than i thought it would um i have super mario tennis aces coming on a couple weeks which is cool excellent yeah that, uh, that that game had a lot of hype for a tennis game it was weird yeah yeah um it, it did i i think because um it, it they promised a single player story mode and stuff so that's that's a pretty big deal right um I don't. I. I think that's it for right now. I. Oh, also, I reserve Spyro, but that's not coming till like September. That's a while. Yeah. But that's oh, and probably I moved. gonna be great. And you yeah. moved. I did move. Yeah. I. I moved into my own apartment with uh, my roommate, who's like one of my best friends. So the vest uh, yeah. pad. Yeah. It's. Uh. It's. It's awesome. Um. My. My room is pretty sweet. I got my dad built me a bigger desk. So oh, yeah. it's less cramped. Like I, I can see all my screens. I have room on my desk for other stuff now, though I probably should not put other stuff on this desk because like I should keep it kind of spaced out and roomy like it is right now. Did you uh, uh, mm-hmm. fix your crazy wire situation? Oh yeah. Um so I, I guess I could take a picture of that right now. Like hang on, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take a picture and send it to you. Okay. <laughs> For the for those listening at home, Dean's old desk. If you put your foot too far under the desk, it would get trapped in a tangle of wires, never to be released. It was a it was a trip. Dean has now vanished. His uh his webcam got not, surprisingly not glossy. Uh, yeah, I th- dude, that thing it looks like really smooth, doesn't it? Yeah, you have a good ass webcam, dude. Uh, yeah, this is the C nine twenty two. Ten I out think. of ten. Yeah, ten out of ten would would nine C twenty two again. Um, okay, so that's one. That's the other. Like I got I got those um, like felt tubes that you could put your Ooh. your cables in. Yeah. So it's not perfect, and like I, it's just because like I haven't really set everything up the way I wanted it to yet. But it's enough like where you're not gonna get your foot sucked into anything anymore. That's excellent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, wait. You 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 could take a look at those at your leisure. They're they're currently on your um, on your what do you call it? Your Facebook. That's what I was trying to say. What's a Facebook? Um. Yeah. So uh, it's it's been interesting. Like this is the first day I've had my uh big computer hooked up. Like uh, I don't even have my normal microphone here. I'm using my microphone that i usually use for like video games on my gaming pc but i left all my other stuff at home right now well it's still at home i didn't leave it at home um it's a process moving sucks it is i i'm so i like tomorrow is it's it's another day off for me but the problem is like i'm gonna spend it moving more crap over here it's not like an actual day off or anything yeah yeah Ugh, I'll be moving. happy for the day like I can wake up and just hang out and play video games. You'll get there, and then you'll spend I... it on Dota. No, I won't. Like, <laughs> it, it, What if you come over, and then we can play video games? <laughs> now you just need to come over, Glenn. Yes, we'll get there. Wink, we'll wink, nudge, there. nudge. And we'll record more Let's Plays. So, that was... That oh, was, absolutely. God, that was a... We caught up on a lot in, what, 39 minutes? <laughs> yeah, like uh, yeah, I'm I'm a, almost uh forty minutes now, so uh, uh, yeah, I know we, we definitely gaming. caught up on a lot. I guess it's I, we should spend some time on the news, right? Sure. That's and, a sweet car that just passed your house. Fucking like small dick motorcycle riders. There you go. There's, um, I I live on the smallest street. There's like two feet between the turn and the next turn, and people just gotta rev that engine. They gotta let you know. Fuck. Yeah. No, I I feel you. I feel you. Um. Okay. So, let's uh let, let's do this. Uh first things first. Um PUBG they're uh they're suing uh Fortnite. Oh, this is hilarious. Yeah, they're they're saying that uh like the UI and some of the mechanics are a little too alike, which is funny. And like I kind of see where they're coming from because 
uh, Blue Hole uses Epic's uh, engine for the game. Right. So then Epic turned around and used uh, like the same idea to make a different game. And admittedly, it's the same concept, but I mean, they're not the same game. I think just Blue Hole's a little sour because it happened so close after PUBG got big and the original iteration of Fortnite maybe wasn't doing as well as it could have. Right. So I like, I see why they're mad. I don't think this is a good idea to be suing a company for something that they're probably going to lose. Like they're, they're going to spend probably a couple hundred thousand dollars in lawyers and fees and crap like that, arguing for something they'll ultimately lose because this goes to like, yeah, they look alike. Yeah. They sort of play alike, but they're not the same exact game. Right. They're, they're not even close. Like they're they're the same genre at best, but even that's a little iffy because uh, I don't I don't remember the last time I played PUBG, saw someone and built a tower to the sky, frantically trying to climb above them so I could shoot them in the head with a shotgun. It's a, it's a different uh, game. It just it is, plays it is different. A different game. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. Um, so I I feel like ultimately this is gonna be a lawsuit that that's frivolous. It has no point. Like the blue hole is not gonna win. I don't it almost seems like a last ditch effort to like maybe take some of the wind out of Fortnite sales, but you know, we'll see what happens. Right. I guess, but I, f- I feel like PUBG is still doing all right. Like they kind of lost their spot as the top, top like name in the zeitgeist for battle Royale games. But like, who cares? You made a bunch of money. Like go do your next thing. No, you're absolutely <laughs> right. They do. They did make a bunch of money and what they should do, which you're, you're saying is, Maybe do something else, like right. maybe try and work on something that would make your game different instead of saying, no, ours is better. We're going to sue you now. Maybe fix and the bugs. Maybe yeah. make it so cars Stop don't explode. Stop the hackers, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, those of you who have been paying attention might remember that uh, Blue Hole did sue. God, I forget who it is. It might have just been Fortnite before. Uh, over use the use of a frying pan as armor, because Bluehole was definitely the first video game company to come up with that. So a history of frivolous lawsuits. Yeah. Um. Again, I don't know what like, cause uh, I th- I think Giant Bomb might have brought it up. I don't know what the like the laws are in South Korea. Maybe they're more strict, and they think they really have a chance. But I mean, if this goes up in an American court, there's no chance they're gonna win. It definitely seems that way, yeah. So either either there's something that that like hasn't been made public yet, mm. like uh, they have a they have a Trump card in their sleeve, or or this is just crazy. It's probably just crazy. It's to be probably honest. just crazy. I, all right. So uh, next up, um, sad news. Sad uh, news. Yeah, the uh, the cynical Brit, uh, Total Biscuit, passed away uh, last week. If um, yeah, last week I believe. Um, yeah. It sucks. Uh, you know, a couple weeks before this, like, maybe, like, I don't think even a month before uh, he passed away, you know, he said he was going to stop doing YouTube videos. Like, he was done. He wants to spend his remaining time with his wife. Uh, you know, his diagnosis was pretty dire. And uh, he thanked everyone for, you know, supporting him through all this and blah, blah, blah. But it, it was time. And it it's sad, but, uh, you know, we can just remember... All the uh the you know the fun that uh we had watching him playing with him and uh, stuff and I, I mean a, a, a very interesting uh, gentleman you know uh, if, from his videos and stuff and a great uh just personality uh, overall uh, yeah. it's sad that he passed away and you know hopefully um we can find cures to cancer and stuff so people this young you know just don't pass away for something like this. Here's hoping. Uh, yeah. Good, good, good guy on YouTube introduced me to a lot of fun indie games, and uh, he will definitely be missed. Yeah. Um. So uh, let, let's uh, let's switch gears. Let's bring it back to uh, something more positive. Um, Pokemon is. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, we we just uh, we got that announcement last night, I think. Very recently. Yeah, it, I believe it was last night. So there were two things. There was a Fallout announcement. And there was a uh, Pokemon announcement, and they were within the last couple days. Uh, the Pokemon announcement is they came out with a game called Pokemon Quest, which uh, yes, 
It's free to play. It's on the Switch. Well, they said it's free to begin. That's that is the wording they use. Or free to start. Um, Which they've, so, they've done before, and I think they've yeah. had some success with it. Yeah. So uh, this kind of plays like Pokemon Mystery Dungeon at the beginning. Like you don't have control over the Pokemon directly. Uh, they just kind of attack things that are around them, and then like you collect more Pokemon as you go along. Blah blah blah. I haven't really messed with it too much. I only watched my roommate play it for a little bit. Uh, Jesse seemed a little into it. Uh, I made the comment that like, oh, hey, you know, this is great for people who take around their Switch. But right. I mean, ultimately, they, they made this like a phone game, like, you know, something you would pick up, put down from time to time. I could never see myself playing it like in the house. Right. Um, the next thing that they made is sort of a... um. I would almost say like an add-on to Pokemon Go, uh, like a hub, if you will, um, to like you know check out and like play with your Pokemon a little bit. Right. Uh, called Hey You Pikachu and Hey You Eevee. Nope. I think. Close. Or That's, hey You Pikachu is the N64 game where oh, you yelled sorry. at Pikachu yeah. to get him to give you an apple or some shit. Got it. It's What's uh, this called again? Let's Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go oh, Eevee. Let's go, so very very close. Okay. Um. So so the way this works from what I saw or what I was looking at is it's sort of like a Pokemon game where, like, you can walk around tall grass, you can battle people, um, you could catch Pokemon and stuff, but you can also load in your Pokemon from Pokemon Go. So they're, they're sort of adding on to your, your, your Go experience and maybe trying to get people back into that, which I think is uh, pretty cool. Right. Um, and that will be out, I believe they just said soon. Um. <laughs> And the last thing that they said is, hey, that Pokemon RPG that, like, you know, we sort of mentioned, like, at the end of uh, the summer last year. Yeah, we're totally still working on that. And yeah. that'll be out in 2019. No name or anything. So, yeah. <laughs> and that was pretty much it. They they were like, yeah, we're we're working on shit. Like, we got these two things to show you. And, you know, the big thing's still coming. So, so that's cool. Um. Yeah. One interesting thing about uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee that I'd like to bring up. Yeah. It looks like there's co-op. It looks yes. like you can run around on a field with your friend and, and throw Pokeballs of Pokemon together. And that's cool and new. Yeah, no, that, that was super neat. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I don't, I don't know what's going to come of it. Uh, like, I, I will take a look and probably play it. But uh, after that, I don't know, man. Uh, I guess we'll see. Um, Did you get into Pokemon Go, like, way back in the day? I got into it briefly, like most people did. <laughs> I had a I had a coworker who was still extremely into it. it. It sounds like it's still a pretty interesting game. They still do a lot of stuff. They uh encourage you to kind of get groups together all at the same time to fight like one big Pokemon all at once. So it uh seemed pretty cool. I feel like they had to because they lost a lot of uh faith. So I feel like they had to double down and try and fix the game because it wasn't something yeah. they were like, yeah, we're just gonna take the loss. They put a lot of money into it. Right. Um, what else? Uh, E three's right around the corner. Oh God, is it? Holy shit! Yeah, I think next week. So you know, that's a thing. What's uh, even? I what's even gonna come out? Like, what what are they gonna? What are the rumors saying? I I'm. Well, so out of touch right now. Most notably, uh, yeah. I I think we're gonna get um, a really good look at Super Smash Brothers because okay. they're gonna have a tournament there uh, with the new game. Right. So that'll be big. They're having a Splatoon tournament. I believe okay. they're probably gonna show off the new DLC for Splatoon because it comes out the month after. Right. Um, you'll probably have like a booth for uh, the Mario Tennis game because that'll be really big. Right. I would imagine you're probably gonna see a little bit more about the new Metroid Prime game. Uh, oh, that's right. I'm trying to think if there's anything else off the top of my head. Very Nintendo pro- focused here. Well, I that's that's <laughs> just uh, that's where like, the good right, shit is right now. Right in, off the in bat, my opinion. Um, you're you're definitely gonna see Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Four stuff uh, with the zombies and everything. I am also assuming you're probably going to see a lot about um, Battlefield, uh, which should be interesting because I'm kind of seeing where they fall with loot boxes now. You know, could be. Could you wanna be bad, elaborate on that a little bit? Well, with um, EA, uh, EA 
developed, not developed, published uh, Battlefield. Right. They also published Battlefront. Right. So which was loot, ever since loot box that, city. Yeah, ever since that blowback, they've been kind of laying low and they took all that crap out of the game or at least to a point where it's not a big deal anymore. So, I don't know where they're going to land with loot boxes now in Battlefield. Uh which I hope is like, hey, you know, we're not going to have a lot of them because they kind of suck. Right. Um, well, that's good. So We'll see what happens with that. I believe we're going to see uh, Anthem. Oh, man. Anthem, that, that's one of the games that I'm very excited to keep track of because it's got so much potential, but... Yes. Uh, that's I'm trying a, to that's not get my hopes joint, up. Right? Bioware. Yeah. Uh, I also believe we're probably going to see a teaser for Dragon Age 4. Huh. Are you a Dragon Age guy? Uh, my roommate is, and she's been checking on the Twitters uh for the devs and stuff and okay. apparently there's some spoilers and not spoilers but like teasers for like uh we got this voice actor working on a game and there's an R in the title and <laughs> he's work he's gonna be a character that's in the military and Boy. the character that he used to voice in Dragon Age is in the military. So yeah, like when she sort of said that I was like, all right, we're probably gonna see a teaser for Dragon Age. Get like, that hype train definitely. going. Yeah, Dragon Age is a great game. Uh, so I, I think that could be a big deal, um, especially after them blowing it on Mass Effect. This could be getting yeah. into people's good graces again. Here's uh, I, well, I, you know, also Anthem is a big deal too, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, trying to think of what else. Oh, Rage 2, like all the things that leaked through um, uh, Canadian Walmart. By the way, thanks Canadian Walmart yeah, for seriously. all of E3. Um. There's supposed to be a new Forza game coming out, uh, okay. the new Rage game. Uh, th- there's a bunch of crap they listed. If you're interested, I'm sure you can find plenty of pictures of right. the, uh, the, the, leak. the leak. So um, all those games. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I'm missing. All right, number one most wanted new Super Smash Brothers character for you. And oh. anyone. Don't even, like, it doesn't have to be Nintendo. Mine would be Funky Kong. He's so you, You've been thinking funky. about this a while, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Captain Toad. Oh, Captain Toad's so cool. It'd be really hard to not jump, though. I, I, dude, they could make a whole mechanic out of him just not jumping. Just That'd like, be really interesting. I, I would love fucking Captain Toad to be in the game. I think he's such a cool character. Um, also, I love Toad, so, you know, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so i i think that'd be really cool I, i'm really excited for the tournament i'm super pumped to see that uh work out um is there anything else for news that uh that i'm missing or i think that's it right do you want to touch on the battlefield nonsense briefly have you heard about this fill me in so basically a bunch of people are uh extra angry that they're hyper-realistic military shooter, Battlefield Five has a female protagonist on the cover. Uh, and, and they're very upset about it. <laughs> a, lot of the, a lot of the um, more reasonable arguments are for historical accuracy, which I've seen countered by uh, there were women on the front lines just because they weren't the most common but i'm no historian so i I can't verify that um personally i think you should just let people have their fun and everybody needs to chill (laughs) but uh, yeah i mean at at the end of the game it's it's a it's a video game at the end of the day it's a video game you know uh if if the devs want to have a woman on the front cover fuck it sure yeah why not man i it's fine Vote with like, your wallet. I, I'm pretty sure there have been women characters in World War II shooters before. This wouldn't be the first time. So, I mean, maybe the first time there's a main character, but right. um, Battlefield Five is going to be uh, vignettes of like uh, different characters from throughout World War II. So, oh, if they're just If they're just highlighting that character on the cover, then yeah, why not, man? Just fucking like, don't don't be. Don't be shitty. Don't be shitty, yeah. guys. Like, really? <laughs> well, that's it. Because th- this isn't, uh, at least from what I've heard, this isn't just people on Reddit going like, 
hmm, well, I wish they wouldn't do that. This is the typical, like, internet outrage that goes too far and is too angry, and there's probably death threats being thrown around, because that's just what the internet does, and it's not cool. Uh, <laughs> no, you're right, it's it's not cool. Like, I, I listen, like, I, I get it, you know, there weren't that many women that were, you know, an active part of frontline warfare, but if... If they have a story to tell that has a woman, like, on the front lines fighting, then fuck it, I want to see it. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, like, just think of other famous examples of this in media, like Mulan. You know? Like, there's a good story that can be told there. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Just, yeah, that's that's shitty. You know, it, it, it is what it is. There's I a, guess there's, we'll see as it gets closer. There's a I, lot I of... There's a lot of bad shit around Battlefield Five in general, though. Like uh, Memorial Day weekend, they tweeted oh. out something along the lines of "Forget everything you know about World War II," which yeah, is a, a shitty thing to tweet out on the holiday about remembering fallen soldiers. But yeah, you know, that, I'm not a marketing guy. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, they they could have done that any other day, and that probably would have been fine. Um, they they pick the worst day to do that. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, Call of Duty has such a like insatiable hype train around it right now because, um, right. the the big thing is all right. You know, no single player mode, just zombies. We're gonna have zombies. They're gonna be everywhere, and we're gonna have team deathmatch. We're gonna have all those multiplayer modes you like, and zombies. Zombies. Mainly zombies, you know? So, did, you, uh, they, did you know that Zombies not, has, like, a whole storyline? It's a whole yeah. universe? It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know what? When they mentioned that, I was like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm ready to play <laughs> Zombies. Like, because Zombies was my favorite part of that game. Like, I would just play the, the Horde zombie mode by itself if they let yeah. me. Like, I would just buy that piece. I don't want the Team Deathmatch crap. I've done that for years, and... Yeah, exactly. I just, the, just give me zombies. By the time World at War came out, I'd played so much Call of Duty 4. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm good on, you know, running around a corner and getting shot in the head. Let's do mm-hmm. something new. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel it. And I, they, they hit such a gold mine at that. And, you know, even, like, the original World at War, when that happened, like, the zombies were popular, but they weren't as big as it got. Like, my God, man, that just became right. a fucking thing on its own. It got nuts. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's amazing that like other companies have tried it in blockbuster games, and they just haven't caught on. Like Gears of War tried it; it wasn't as big. It was good, but it wasn't as popular. Right. Uh, Halo tried it in I think Reach or right. Four, and like again, good, but didn't catch on. And but just Call of Duty is a juggernaut with it. But I I guess it just goes to the pedigree of the game and like how popular it is in general. I think people just love zombies. Like, as much as they will be complained about as, as being played out, I think people love zombies. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. 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 Um, <sighs> I, I, guess, uh, I guess that's it for tonight. I guess one hour is a good, uh, good return back, right? Boy, podcasting is hard work. I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so real quick. We will be at two. Well, I will be at too many games uh, in June, June twenty second to the twenty fifth. Uh, we will be doing the Stone Age Gamer panel there. Buy something, will ya? Uh, I believe we're doing it Saturday at six thirty. Um, uh, be there if if you can. Uh, it'll be a good time. We're gonna we're gonna do our crazy. You know, buy the weirdest thing at the convention. See who has the fucking craziest item. So um, it's always fun. Uh, That's awesome. We. We packed the panel room last year, so we'd love to do it again. We'd love everyone, you know, that's listening to be there. Uh, if not, you will get a episode uh, up that Friday. Um, we will also be at a video game con, LA Retro. L, I'm sorry, LA Retro. LI Retro. And we will <laughs> be doing the Petathon again this year as well. Uh, most of that will take place in August and December. Dates forthcoming. More to come. So I think that's it. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always shoot us an email at mail at geekade.com. That is mail at g e e k a d e dot com. 
if you want to get in touch with us individually, you could reach us on Twitter. I am at kimono underscore vestlord. I've been getting some really awesome tweets from you guys, uh, so keep it up. Like, I love talking to you dudes. And actually, um, I'd like to give a shout-out to uh, Twitter handle at clechris. Um, when you asked uh, where are the Vestin friends, here they are. We're, uh, we're back. We're doing it. Uh, you asked, we delivered. Uh, many other people asked as well. Uh, we got a qu- quite a few emails where, like, it was addressed to Stone Age Gamer, and then at the end, it's like, "P.S. Where's Vestin friends?" And I'm just like, "Shit, okay, I guess, I guess people were listening to the show." You guys, um, yeah. Um, so we're back. We're we're back to doing this. And Glenn, where can people talk to you if they want? I'm at Shrin S H R I N N, and I didn't get any tweets, so they only miss you. And that makes me sad. Nah, 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 nah. They, they but, miss uh, you too, buddy. Tweet, tweet at me, and we'll play Puzzle and Dragons together, because I can't stop playing Puzzle and Dragons. Oh, we're going to have to do a whole show on Puzzle and Dragons. Or we'll we could to... just do more Best and Friends Let's Plays uh, with uh, Puzzle and Dragons. And bring Dan. We could bring Dan. The yeah, drug pusher. The yeah, yeah he'll, just, <laughs> he'll get us through anything. All right, guys, thank you for uh, listening. Uh, We'll be back next week with another fresh new episode uh, with some topics for next time. I got a a good one brewing. So uh, until next time, guys, uh, keep playing games, stay Vesley, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks.